Why pick one city, one beach, one restaurant, or even one view? With Celebrity Cruises, you can have it all. Explore the best of Europe, the Caribbean, and Alaska with the best premium cruise line. And now get 75% off your second guest, plus bonus savings on select dates with Celebrity Cruises' semi-annual sale. Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Offer applies to non-refundable fares and select sailing. Savings vary by stateroom category. Other terms apply. Visit Celebrity.com for details. Ships Registry Malta. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Hey, everybody. It's Kendra here. You're listening to the Lazy Genius Podcast. Here, I am going to help you be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. Today's episode, we're on episode 19, The Lazy Genius Gets Dressed. Um, no, we're not in kindergarten. It's like, we know how to put our pants on. It's fine. But the pitch today is we're going to learn how to get dressed every morning without changing clothes a million times. Because we've all been there. We were probably there like 10 minutes ago. It's a real thing. So let's figure this out. Today in the playbook, we're going to do three things. One, we're going to talk about why your closet has house house hunters syndrome. Number two, the greatest outfit hack ever. And number three, we're going to talk about the seven steps to a lazy genius closet. All right, let's do this. So why does your closet have house hunter syndrome? If you um, have been reading the Lazy Genius Collective blog for a little while, you might have run across a post about why your meal plan has house hunter syndrome. Basically, just about anything is in danger of having said syndrome. Let's talk about house hunters, right? Why it's so ridiculous. So these people, they're actually these Oh my gosh, y'all, there are these memes. Memes? Is that the, I don't know, is that how to pronounce it and what exactly it is? But there are these things going around right now about house hunters where it's the guy's like, I'm a hamster farmer. And she's like, I teach yoga like once a year. Our budget is $950,000. Like, who are these people on house hunters? But the point is, they go into a home. And for one thing, they don't know that you can actually paint a wall. Drives me nuts, but it's fine. But they say, I want a pool and a gigantic kitchen, 15 bedrooms. We need to live like on 17 acres of property, blah, blah, blah. Um, We have $12. Like there's just no way that you can get everything you want in anything, really. In our meal plan, we want healthy and fast and cheap and tasty and, you know, organic and all these things. You can't have it all. You have to choose. Same goes for your closet, all right? You have to choose what matters to you when you're buying your clothes. So if you, some of the things you could consider are like, you want um, fair trade, um, you know, sustainably made clothing. You want things that are cheap. You want things that you don't have to shop for, or maybe you actually like the process of shopping. You want to have a capsule wardrobe. You want something that's like really um, big and adventurous and you want lots of options every morning. You want to save money. You want to have really great style. Like there are all these things and unless you're Beyonce, you cannot have them all. You cannot have all those things. Even Even Beyonce can't have all these things. She's pregnant now. She's probably struggling to get dressed in the morning too. So you have to choose what matters to you and you can choose whatever you want, but it has to matter to you enough so that it kind of propels you through the decisions of buying clothes and getting dressed in the morning. 
So figure out what you want to focus on in your closet. Do you want to take um, actionable steps towards having a more sustainable wardrobe? You're going to have to spend some time. You're going to have to spend some money. You're going to have to research those brands and you might not have as many options in style. But if it matters, then that's what's going to drive your your closet boat. Is, I don't, we'll just make it a boat. So uh, let's if it's going to be style, you need to work on figuring out what that is. And sometimes you might not be able to save all the money that you want if your style is really important to you. Or maybe they don't have it at Target or you know, you won't be able to get dressed as quickly in the morning because you have lots of different options that your style informs. And so, you know, it gets a little tricky. So you need to decide what matters to you in your closet and kind of let the other things sort of fall by the wayside a little bit, at least until you get some momentum, until you get some rhythm with what matters to you. And then it will be probably a little bit easier because you have a focus, right? Having a focus is important. So that you're not going after everything and then you end up getting nothing. This is why we change clothes 17 times every single day. So that's why your closet might have house hunters syndrome. Let's move on to the greatest outfit hack ever. So I took a style course. I know, I know, I did. I'm that person, but it was really, really good. I took Hillary Rushford's style and styleability course. I will put it in the show notes. Um, She does it. She opens it like once a year, maybe. It's not very often that she does it. Um, And they have one version where it's like a Facebook group and it's super interactive. And she like actually literally helps you get dressed in the morning via Facebook. But she also has a self-study version that's much cheaper that you can just take the videos, uh, watch the videos and kind of a little bit figure it out on your own. And it's really good. It was really helpful. But one of the things that just changed everything for me was she said, and it was kind of in passing, this question. She said, how do you want to feel when you leave your house every day or when you're going about your day? How do you want to feel in your clothes? And it was so life-changing because I was dressing differently than how I wanted to feel, like the style I wanted to put out there. Some people might say, well, I want to feel comfortable or I want to feel um, not schleppy or I want to feel like I can take over the world. Well, I don't do things normally. And so the way I decided to uh, describe how I want to feel every day in my style, I'm being very vulnerable here and sharing this with you. I want to feel like Kathleen Kelly from You've Got Mail, except Kathleen Kelly is also a roller girl. Like she also is part of like an underground <laughs> edgy roller derby league. So I love the Kathleen Kelly like monochromatic, neutral, really well tailored, super put together, but not anything super flashy, but also the edge of a roller girl. And it's been really helpful. Now I don't look like a roller girl every day. I don't even really know what that means, but I know how that feels in my own head. And so when I put my outfits together, if I'm like, am I Kathleen Kelly going to roller girl, roller girl, roller derby practice? Is that even what you call it? I don't know. Um, and I, usually if I'm like, nope, that's why I feel wonky in my clothes because I'm not actually dressing the way that I want to feel. You don't have to be that specific with like characters, but I, I like to see the world through movies. And so that's what happened. But think about how you want to feel when you get dressed. Like, do you want to feel sophisticated? Do you want to feel accomplished? Do you want to feel like a badass? Do you want like, what is it that you want to feel like and dress that way? Let your clothes inform that. Don't buy clothes 
that aren't that, that aren't that feeling. Like even if they fit you, that's the thing. If clothes fit us, we're like, I guess I should buy it. It costs $7 and it looks okay. Like, no, stop. Stop with the $7 okay shirts. Buy things that fit the style and feeling that you want when you get dressed. And it's going to make a big difference. Just practice it. And it's kind of fun to think about who you want to be. So a good way to do this is to look through um, Pinterest and search. Maybe there are celebrities that you like their style or maybe just their way. Maybe you don't even know what their clothes necessarily look like, but you just kind of like who they are and the, the vibe that they put off. Kind of like search those people. You can make a Pinterest board and sort of gather um, ideas of outfits and style and stuff that you like, and then just sort of see if that that informs how you get dressed every morning. And if it makes you feel better or worse, if it makes you feel worse, stop. If it makes you feel better, boom, you have found the greatest outfit hack ever. Okay, now let's get into a few tips on actually looking at your closet. Let's look at the seven tips to a lazy genius closet. Now that you have found your focus and you have found how you want to feel in your clothes, how do we actually get dressed in the morning? Okay, so number one, make sure that you can see everything. This seems a little bit simplistic, but we don't have a whole lot of time. At least I don't when I'm getting ready in the morning. I just open my closet and it's like, what am I putting on? And if I can't see it, not only do I not know it's there, but the more I don't see it, the more time that goes by that I don't see it, I forget that I have it, which is annoying. So make sure that you can see everything. So that might mean if you really like, if you really like t-shirts, there's nothing wrong with liking cool graphic t-shirts, but you might put them in a drawer instead of hanging them on hangers. Try hanging them on hangers so you can see them in the morning and if that changes things for you. But make sure that you can see everything. Make sure even your jewelry and, you know, your shoes, like things that aren't super, super tucked away, make sure you can see everything. This might mean that you have too much. If you can't see everything, you might have too much. So you can go through a number of um, different ways to pare down what you have. You can do the KonMari method where you, you gently and lovingly hold every item in your closet and decide if it brings you joy or not, or not do that. Um, I did that for like some of my closet and it worked, but then I realized I had like four things left. And so I had to keep some things because you have, you have to wear clothes. It's like kind of a rule of society, generally speaking. Um, but you could do that. You could go through each item. You, once you decide what matters to you and what your, um, style feeling is, why don't you pull out the things that don't fit those qualifications? You don't have to get rid of them right away. If you're, if you just kind of want to try this on for, try this on for size, (laughs) that's a bad pun. It's fine. Um, but you could like put them in a bag or a, you know, like a big Tupperware container and stick them in your garage or kind of move them out of the way and then experience your closet a little bit more pared down and specific to what you like. And if you miss certain things from that container or bag, you can go back and fetch them. But if you forget they're there, like rule number one, because you can't see everything and it doesn't matter, then go and donate them or give them to a friend or, you know, put them in your yard sale or whatever it is. Let's pare down on purpose. Let's be purposeful and intentional in the rubric that we use to pare down our closet if that is necessary. But the point is, and the goal is, to make sure 
you can see everything. Number two, this is one of my favorite things ever. Have a uniform, at least on certain days, have a uniform. So I have a Monday uniform. I will link to the, the post that I wrote about this in the show notes about um, how to survive a Monday. And one of my favorite tips, and some of yours too, is to have a Monday uniform. Now I'm having to transition my Monday uniform right now because we are moving from cold weather to horribly Southern humid hot weather. I don't like getting dressed in the summer. It's gross. So I'm having to come up with a new Monday uniform, but it's such a lifesaver because Mondays are, are tough, you know, trying to get into the groove of things and you're sort of lamenting the loss of the weekend. So eliminating the need to make a decision, any decision, any decision is so magical. So have a Monday uniform, or let's say that Monday isn't really your hard day. If you have a day where it seems like it's always a little extra hard to get dressed, just go ahead and choose a uniform for that day. So like my Monday uniform, except in the hot months, is um, black jeans and a chambray shirt and then just whatever shoes I feel like wearing. And it's so great. Like that's what I wear every single Monday. I also have a Friday uniform because Fridays are like celebration day. And um, my I usually only have just my youngest, my Annie, with me. My boys are, my oldest is in school, but he gets picked up by his grandparents on Friday. And then my middle kid, who doesn't have preschool on Friday, spends almost the whole day with his grandparents on Friday. It's so good. I actually record my podcast episodes on Friday. Like right now, it's Friday. And I'm wearing my Friday uniform, which is kind of a little bit more general, but it's some sort of sporty t-shirt and jeans. Because I love the feeling of Friday of like, you got this. And I'm sort of working and I'm kind of on my own a little bit with Annie. And so there's just... I love the feeling I have when I wear like a baseball tee and jeans where I'm like, I'm casual, but I'm like boss lady working too. I don't know. It makes no sense except in my head, but it helps on Friday. I know what to wear. So number two, have a uniform. Number three, don't dress aspirationally. There's nothing wrong with, you know, having, having a goal and wanting to feel more, more something than you feel like you are, more sophisticated, more successful, more whatever it is. But whenever I wear clothes that I feel like I should wear or should feel comfortable in or that, you know, make me uh, look like I should be more successful or whatever it is, I never feel comfortable. Um, Like if I think I really should stop wearing baseball tees, I'm a grown woman, I, this is silly. But when I don't wear them, I'm sad. <laughs> I love my baseball tees. So, you know, I I look at these like really beautiful flowery tunics and these grown up like Oxford lady shirts and blazers. And I don't, but every time I wear those things, I don't feel like myself and I kind of get sad and I end up changing my clothes. So don't dress aspirationally. Don't dress in such a way that you feel like you should, that you should be more of something because the way you are is wonderful and valuable and perfectly acceptable. So wear what makes you feel comfortable. This episode is sponsored by Squarespace. I don't know if you've checked out my website lately, but she just got an upgrade and we did it with Squarespace. With Squarespace, it is so easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. 
My team recently updated our Squarespace site to use Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. It's seriously so cool. It's mobile layout display. It lets us see what people see on their own mobile devices as we make edits and updates. And 78% of you visit the site on your mobile device. So making sure what you see looks and performs the way it's meant to matters to me. If you want to build a new website, try out Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash lazy genius to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. Last year, Kaz and I went to Italy and holy moly, what a trip. The museums, the food, the culture. At least once a week, I still think about the gelato. One thing that would have been nice, though, is to know actual Italian. We used translation apps and we made it work, but I love that I can start learning new languages for future trips now with Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with 25 languages to choose from. I can learn on the go with downloadable offline lessons in the app or at my desktop. My favorite feature, though, is true accent, which gives me feedback on how well I'm pronouncing words as I'm learning them. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Lazy Genius podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com genius. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com genius today. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've been lazy geniusing things for a lot of years now, but one thing that's at the root of almost every challenge we solve is a desire for more time. We want to get out the door in the morning, get dinner on the table, get all of our tasks done quickly so we have more time. The question is, time for what? The best way to add more time into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. For me, therapy helped me uncover what matters to me, the things I want to spend my time on so I can feel like myself more often. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash TheLazyGenius today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash TheLazyGenius. This episode is sponsored by Pros. I started using Pros because of a podcast ad over three years ago, and my hair has never been happier. Your hair and skin can sway your mood, it can impact your days in ways that you cannot underestimate. That's why Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. From millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely yours or mine. I love my Made for Kendra shampoo and conditioner formulas more than any other products I've ever tried on my hair. With Pros, it's easier to care for my hair and feel confident in how it looks daily. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash lazy genius. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash lazy genius. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash lazy genius. Okay, number Four, turbocharge your pajamas. I love to wear soft, cozy 
pajamas. You know, we do the yoga pants. We do um, anything that's like this whole, what is it, athleisure wear? Is that the word? I don't know. It's so comfortable and they make stuff that's so cute now. So here's the thing. If you are happier getting through your day when you are wearing the most comfortable clothes, you can wear those clothes and not feel schleppy. So like, let's say that your goal is that you just want to, you just want to feel comfortable and you don't want to feel awkward in your own skin and in your own clothes, right? You want to feel like the truest version of yourself and feel like a person. And then let's say that you're, um, feeling, you know, like your greatest hack outfit, outfit, oh my gosh, outfit hack. That is so hard to say outfit hack, outfit hack, outfit hack. It's fine. Um, the greatest outfit hack ever for you is that you want to feel put together. Okay. So how do you bring together like being super comfortable in your pajamas and being put together? Upgrade, turbocharge those pajamas, man. Find pants that are super soft. Like don't force yourself into jeans that you hate. You know, like it's that whole aspirational thing. If you don't want to wear like crusty jeans, don't wear them. Like look for clothes that fit your needs. And if you love your pajamas, if you love your soft clothes, they make like nice put together looking clothes that are incredibly soft, that are natural fibers. They get softer every time you wash them, you know, like go for those things that fit your needs. You can be extremely comfortable and still look put together. So just turbocharge your pajamas. Look for things that are just a little bit of a, an upgrade in terms of style from your regular pajamas. If you, if your goal is to be put together, do y'all remember, of course you remember uh, what not to wear with Stacey London and Clinton Kelly. I love that show, but I remember they would always talk to these stay at home moms. Cause that's who a lot of their people were, because let's face it, stay at home moms don't always put the most effort into how they look. And that's fine. We're all guilty of that. And because there's a lot going on, but we can, um, we can take care of ourselves without dressing the way Stacey and Clinton always dress their stay at home moms with like, I remember these women were in these skirts and heels and she's like, see, this is what Stacey would be like, this is totally appropriate for the park. And I'm like, yeah, right woman. Like you're not allowed to say that. Um, but I just remember her being like, who says everything has to be comfortable? You don't have to be comfortable because the women would always say, I just want to be comfortable. And they're like, why is that the goal of everything? You can be a little uncomfortable. Well, I'm here to tell you as much as I love Stacey and Clinton, they are wrong on this. If you want to be comfortable, you be comfortable. And you just buy clothes that are super comfy that aren't, they don't have holes in them. So you can feel put together and it's going to work. Number five, if it doesn't work, it doesn't belong. If something in your closet does not work, it does not belong in your closet. You've heard this before, but I will tell you again, don't hold on to things for, because you might need them, because you might lose the weight, because you might gain the weight again, because you might have that one event that, you know, all the things that are clogging up your closet that don't really work because do you reach for them? No. If you do, it's only because you're like, I haven't worn this in so long. And then you put it on and you're like, Oh wait, I remember why. If something doesn't work for you, if it doesn't fit, if it has a tiny stain, if the button is missing and you don't know how to sew on a button, hand raised, I don't know how to sew on a button, like get rid of those things in your closet. Send them, thank them as Marie Kondo says, thank them for the service they have paid you and then send them on their way to someone who will use them more thoughtfully. Don't keep it if it doesn't work. If it doesn't work, 
it doesn't belong in your closet. Number six, not everything works for everybody and not everything works for every body, you know, like every shape, every person is shaped so differently. And so we just need to go ahead and say like, quit forcing yourself to wear a certain style, even if you love it. I dig tunics, you know, like the big long shirts. Y'all know what a tunic is. I don't need to explain what a tunic is, but like, I love those. But because of my shape, when I put on a tunic, I look like a kindergartner wearing a pillowcase in like the Christmas play. It is so unfortunate. It is just not my style. It's not my scene. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what I do to the tunic. It doesn't matter where the tunic comes from, how expensive the tunic is, how sustainably made. I can't wear tunics. Like I just can't do it. So no matter how much I love it, I can't do it. And I just need to check that off my list of things to look for. I'm not a tunic girl. Quit wasting your time trying on things that you're like, well, maybe this one will work. It's not. It's just not. It's fine. We can let this go because not everything works for every body. And that is okay. P.S. Um, this is important about well-made pieces. We talk about, we don't talk about, but you hear all the time about, you know, buying really well-made pieces and investing in things that are going to last so much better than buying things at Target or Old Navy or Forever 21 or whatever that are cheap and only going to last you a couple of years. I believe to a degree that's absolutely true. However, that is not a magic formula. Buying well-made pieces is not a magic formula because if you buy a well-made piece that doesn't really fit you, if you buy a well-made piece that doesn't fit how you want to feel when you walk out the door, if you buy a well-made piece that just isn't right for your life, you just spent more money than you would have on the cheap stuff. And then you're like, well, this is a well-made piece. Like, why is this not working? It doesn't matter. This is not a magic formula. Okay. So decide, figure out all these other things first and really cement yourself into what you love to wear, what works for you, silhouettes and styles and colors and all of those things. Find out what really works for you. Notice the things that you wear over and over again that you go for over and over again. And then when you're like, you know what? I wear a black long sleeve tee at least twice a week but I go through the cheap ones or this one, I keep pulling on this one or this one pills or whatever it is, go and invest in a really well-made black long sleeve tee because you know you're going to get wear out of it. You know that you're going to get a lot of mileage. Okay. But don't do that when you're like, well, this is really well-made, not a magic formula. Number seven. And this one's actually, mm, this is a little Oprah feeling, but it's so important. God bless Oprah. Number seven, remember that you are beautiful. Don't wait until you feel like it. Just because you don't see yourself as beautiful when you look in the mirror doesn't mean it's not true. Um, there is a podcast that I used to listen to a lot called The Psychology of Eating. Um, and it's, it's really excellent. Uh, this guy, his name is Mark David. He is an eating psychologist. Didn't know there was a thing. But he talks with different people with one individual in each episode and basically helps them figure out what their challenges with food are. This is not about clothes, right? But one thing that he says in almost every episode, he asks the person, if you could lose the weight or if you could fix this problem that you're having with your relationship with food and your body, how would your life be different? 
and they say all these beautiful things. I would travel more. I would be more active. I would try to run a 5K. I would play outside with my kids, did it all, all these different things. And he says, now, why can you not do those things now? Why do these 10 pounds stop you? Why does the fact that you don't feel beautiful stop you from that? Live like those things are true. Like, go ahead and live with, um, do those things that are your goal and just see what happens. And I think that's so, such wonderful advice in a lot of different areas, but it also isn't getting dressed every morning. If you think to yourself, man, if I fill in the blank, I would feel so much better when I get dressed. You know what? Try to hold on to the feeling that you're going for. This is where you can be aspirational. Go for the feeling that you're, you're, you want and believe that it exists, even though you might not see it in the mirror yet. And I absolutely believe that you eventually will, that you will eventually look in the mirror and you will see what you want to see because you're living like it's true because it is true. It actually is true. You just are your worst critic. We all are our own worst critic. And so you just need to tell yourself to shut up, put on your clothes and believe let us believe for you. Let the people around you believe for you that you are beautiful, but dress like you are. Don't wait for it to feel true because it might take a while and you just need to jump on that train, man, and believe that you're beautiful when you get dressed. And I think it'll make a big difference. Okay. Oprah's over. So now I want to shout about like, you get a car and you get a car. Poor Oprah. I bet everywhere she goes, people do that joke. And she's like, I get it. Move along. So the seven steps to a lazy genius closet. Let's recap. Make sure you can see everything, number one. Number two, have a uniform, even for more than one day if you want. Number three, don't dress aspirationally. Number four, turbocharge those PJs, y'all. Stay comfortable if you want. Number five, if it doesn't work, it doesn't belong. Number six, not everything works for everybody. And number seven, remember that you are beautiful. Don't wait until you feel like it. And that is how you have a lazy genius closet. And all of this is how a lazy genius gets dressed. Okay, so uh, last week I posted on Instagram how I realized that my Monday uniform was not going to work anymore because it's getting sweltering. And I'm trying to come up with a better Monday uniform, but I was asking you guys where y'all like to shop other than the regular sort of, you know, the obvious Target, Old Navy, etc. And you guys like showed up massively and it was so great. So if you go to the show notes for this episode, the lazy, yes, I was like, what's my website? This happens all the time. The lazy genius collective.com slash lazy slash gets dressed. I have listed out all of the different stores and even specific kinds of shorts and, you know, different, um, a model is a car different styles, different brand. It's not the brand. It doesn't matter. But like the different types of clothes from these stores as well that people specifically recommend. So if you want to go check that out, that's great. And the lazy genius tip of the week today is actually three things that came from those Instagram discussions, especially about getting dressed in the summertime. Now we all have different body types. Not everything again works for every body, but hopefully one of these uh, tips will help you getting ready for summer. One of the biggest tips was linen, to wear linen, especially linen pants, because they're light, they're a little bit drapey, um, they make you look put together, but they still feel like pajamas. Like linen pants are turbocharged PJs, so look for linen pants. And there were a couple of specific suggestions of places to get those pants, so that'll be in the show notes. The number two Lazy Genius tip of the week, dresses. Now, this is, you know, 
kind of a no-brainer. But, and I don't really, I can't wear dresses very well. It's so hard for me to find dresses. It's fine. But everyone was like, dresses, wear dresses, especially t-shirt dresses. So things that are airy and loose and casual, but fun that you can you make them really versatile with, you know, different accessories, et cetera, et cetera. So there were lots of suggestions for t-shirt dresses. And then also like the, the maxi dresses and the midi dresses. I don't know the difference between the two. I just feel like they both sound like they belong in video games. So I don't know, but you guys probably are smarter about dresses than I am, but that was a huge, huge suggestion and big summertime clothing savior for everyone. Dresses. And then number three, and this is the one that I cannot wait to use myself, make your own shorts. Not with like a pattern, like it's 1984, unless you are a sewer. And then I'm like, praise. No, I mean, you buy jeans and you cut them. You cut them off. You can make cutoffs if you want, or you can cut them off a little bit longer and then roll them up or sew them, hem them or whatever it is. This is going to be my favorite. I find a lot of jeans that at least fit in the waist and the, you know, like the thighs or whatever at cheap stores like Ross and stuff like that. The jeans are $12, right? It's not a huge investment. So I'm going to buy some of those jeans and I'm 100% going to cut those legs off and roll up those pant legs and wear them all summer. And I am stoked. So that's my favorite of the lazy genius getting dressed in the summer tips. Okay, guys, that is it for this episode. I hope that you're inspired to um, enter your closet with less fear and trepidation that we can get dressed in the morning because our payoff for this is that we get to feel like a person, right? We get to dress in a way that feels like us authentically without spending a million hours. And let's be real, probably dollars as well. So I hope that this is an encouraging episode for you. If you would like to hit the show notes, there are lots of things there for you. There are going to be some posts I mentioned, links to um, the Style and Styleability course from Hillary Rushford. There's another course that um, some of you might be familiar with. Her name is Carol Tuttle, and she talks about that there are four different types of um, energies. It feels super creepy and new age, but it's really, really accurate in terms of like why certain people gravitate to certain colors and and silhouettes and stuff. So I'll link to a few of those things as well as that big old list of all the places that you guys suggested that we get our clothes. So this is like real suggestions from real people, amen. You can find those show notes at thelazygeniuscollective.com slash lazy slash gets dressed. And I also have a cute little printable that you can um, tape into your closet um, at thelazygeniuscollective.com slash 019. And you can get that um, sent to you in your email and you can just print it out so you can be reminded every morning of how to dress like a lazy genius. Okay, friends, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope to see you around the blog this week and especially on Instagram at the lazy genius. And if you don't subscribe to this podcast yet, um, please do that in iTunes or overcast or whatever you use so that you don't miss any episodes. I will see you next week. Thanks for listening. And remember, be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't see you next week.
Why pick one city, one beach, one restaurant, or even one view? With Celebrity Cruises, you can have it all. Explore the best of Europe, the Caribbean, and Alaska with the best premium cruise line. And now get 75% off your second guest, plus bonus savings on select dates with Celebrity Cruises' semi-annual sale. Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Offer applies to non-refundable fares and select sailing. Savings vary by stateroom category. Other terms apply. Visit Celebrity.com for details. Ships Registry Malta.